0: You're listening to the newest episode of Life Equals Choices, Choices Equal Life, with your host, Kim Over. This is Kim, and welcome to episode 47 of Life Equals Choices, Choices Equals Life. I know last week I said I was going to give you a podcast on narcissism, but I'm saving that one for two weeks from now to wrap up my topic of couples. Today, I wanna talk to you about jealousy and how it is a definite relationship killer. Where does it come from and why do we act in jealous ways? Well, in my experience, I've found four basic roots for jealousy and I wanna explore each one a little deeper. The first one is insecurity. The second one is past experiences. The third one is viewing your partner as a possession. And the fourth one is holding a strong belief that things should never change. Let's dive a little deeper into each one. Insecurity can be the problem. Jealousy is a natural response when you're unsure of who you are or you don't like yourself. You don't believe that you deserve your current relationship. You think that you are fundamentally flawed somehow. So how could anyone want you? If this describes you, You're going to have a difficult time whenever your partner is around potential sexual partners. Your insecurity will cause you to imagine that your partner is engaging in all sorts of sexual encounters. Should you believe your partner is unfaithful, whether true or not, you will not have a healthy, satisfied, happy relationship. It will be best for you to spend some time figuring out who you are and what value you bring to the relationship you'll need to begin to appreciate the unique gift you are and believe that others can see it too. I wrote Choosing Me Now to help with this journey of learning to love yourself. Past experiences might be the challenge. Many of us have had the experience of someone we cared for lying to or cheating on us. When this happens, a person's natural inclination is to ask the question, what's wrong with me? It's taken personally. The victim begins to wonder, what did I do to deserve this? Why didn't I see this from the beginning? When you doubt yourself, you tend to build walls around your heart to protect yourself from pain, either real or anticipated. Your current partner's done nothing to earn your mistrust but you're carrying baggage, heavy baggage, from past relationships and punishing your current partner unfairly. When this happens, you need to remind yourself that the person you're with is not the same person who cheated on you in the past. It's natural for you to want to protect yourself from that pain. The reality is, it could happen again. There are no guarantees. However, anticipating it, trying to stay safe, really doesn't work. All it succeeds in doing is pushing your loved one away. People eventually think to do the thing they're being preemptively punished for. You may actually be pushing them in the direction of cheating with your jealousy. Trust your partner to be committed if they say they are. Should they show you later that isn't what they're doing, you'll need to determine what kind of a relationship you want to have with them. A person who cheats sometimes did it as a mistake, one they deeply regret and don't plan on repeating. Sometimes a person who cheats is a person who will always cheat. You need to decide if you want to forgive and stay in the relationship, hoping it was just a one-off. You may also decide you want to separate to see where you stand in this relationship And others of you may decide if they cheated once, they'll cheat again and end the relationship. If you want to see more about surviving an affair, check out last week's podcast episode. There's another option for some, and that is consensual non-monogamy. Because it's consensual, there is no lying and deception. I plan to do a podcast on this lifestyle in Season 3, coming in 2021. The third possibility is that we view our partner as a possession and then jealousy comes naturally. Once you commit to each other in a relationship, sometimes one or both partners start to view their significant other as a possession. You begin to call each other, my man, my woman, my husband, my wife, with emphasis on the my. You expect certain behaviors of the person who, quote, belongs to you. You want your partner to behave exactly as you expect, and that does not include any flirtation or involvement with any potential sexual partners. People who view their partner as a possession feel perfectly justified dictating their partner's behavior. I remember a boyfriend of mine in college telling me no girlfriend of mine will ride horses or be on the equestrian team right after I had attended an equestrian team meeting. Needless to say, he wasn't my boyfriend after that. If you are someone who views your partner as your possession, then you need to begin seeing them as a separate entity with hopes and desires that are different from yours. Your partner may at times engage in behavior you don't approve of. When you try to hold water tightly in your hand, it will flow out between your fingers. But if you cup your hand without trying to prevent the water's flow, It will stay in your open palm. This is how relationships work too. When you stop trying to possess your partner, they'll be more likely to stay. Should they leave, they weren't the right one for you, or perhaps it just wasn't the right time for your relationship. If you tend to be the jealous one in your relationships, ask yourself if you're contributing to your partner cheating by trying to possess them and dictating their every move. If so, you may want to rethink this behavior. Finally, holding a strong belief that things should never change can cause jealousy when they do. There truly are no guarantees in life. Someone may love you with all they have and later leave you for someone else. You can seek promises of happily ever after and actually get them. This will lead to three possible outcomes, fulfillment, broken promises, or someone staying with you out of guilt or obligation? Do you want your partner to stay with you out of a sense of duty when their heart belongs to someone else? I know I wouldn't. If you tend to expect things to never change and look for assurances of forever, stop. Do your absolute best to live in the moment. Have your motto be, quote, for today, for this moment, unquote. When you release yourself and your partner from forever promises, what you often get is forever. And when you don't, you aren't devastated. Recognize the transience of relationships and appreciate the time you got. Accept that some relationships will end. Take the time you need to regroup, heal, and move on. I love the quote by Dr. Seuss, Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Look for the benefits you received from the relationship in terms of the glow, the gifts, lessons, opportunities, and wisdom. Things won't always work out as you've planned. Be grateful for what you had and let it go. Being present in the now. If you're someone who's prone to jealousy, your best strategy is to stay present in the moment. If you need further instruction on how to do this, read Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now. In it, Tully expands on how there are no problems in the now. Whenever you find yourself obsessing about what may or may not have happened in the past, bring your conscious attention back to what you're doing in the moment. Similarly, if you're worrying about what might be happening in the future, reorient yourself to the present moment. When we entertain past or future thoughts, we completely miss what's happening right now. What if this moment is all you have? Do you want to spend your last moment regretting the past or worrying about the future? I know I sure don't. Shouldn't we offer our partner our best in the moment? If you stay fully present to the moment, there will be no room for jealousy, nagging about things not done, worrying about bills not paid, preoccupation with work, worry about children, or any host of other things. Be present in the moment, but especially be present when you're with the one you love. They deserve your complete attention and appreciation for the moment being shared. The upper limit problem. Author Gay Hendricks writes about the upper limit problem in his groundbreaking book, The Big Leap. He writes that people can only tolerate so much success in certain areas. Once they reach their limit of success, they tend to sabotage themselves from exceeding the level of success that's comfortable for them. Marcy Shymoff, in her book, Happy for No Reason, also discusses a happiness set point. She writes that people have a set point for how much happiness they can stand. When things are going better than they think they deserve, people tend to engage in unconscious sabotage. Sometimes this takes the form of jealousy. Keep a vigilant eye out for your own self-sabotage. Getting this under control can greatly enhance your relationships. This is something a good coach can help you with. You can learn to make those subconscious limits that you have conscious. Once they've been moved from the dark... You can see them for what they are in the light of day. They aren't so scary. You can face them, put them in their place, and move on. Jealousy is a wasted emotion. It doesn't prevent cheating from happening and may, in fact, increase the odds that it will. If an affair has already occurred, jealousy won't stop it from happening again. It will only serve as punishment for the person who's cheated. They will likely accept the punishment for a time, but then they'll grow weary of the constant accusations and may leave you anyway. If jealousy is a common behavior you engage in, getting to the root of it will be beneficial for you in any of your current or future relationships. Seeing a good relationship coach can help. If you'd like a 20-minute free consult, I'll leave the link to sign up in the show notes. There's no obligation and no high pressure sales ever. The first free session is to decide if coaching is for you and if you and I would be a good match for each other. I hope you've enjoyed today's show and that you'll join me next week when I interview a couple, but not just any couple, two people who have formed a choice theory relationship. You'll hear directly from them what they think creates a healthy, positive relationship. I'm looking forward to it. Talk with you then. This has been another thought-provoking episode of Life Equals Choices, Choices Equal Life. To listen to past episodes, please visit our website at www.therelationshipcenter.biz slash podcast. And remember to subscribe.